0: To the 417 podcast, I'm Joshua and I'm Aaron. Um, yeah, how you been this week, man? Hmm. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm,
1: I'm alive, I'm grateful for that. Yeah, always, how
0: so. this was just one of those weeks that I feel like everything's merging into everything else. Like, got me questioning a lot of things about direction. The other thing you did, you were speaking about the reason why I had to think about certain things in my life today as well before I came here about the reason why in certain things. Like oh yeah. Even when it comes to where I wanna go in life, what I wanna do, um, ideas of even thing I ideas of things I wanna create or invent or like for capital gain and stuff like that. It's just like why? Like why do I wanna do this? Um but yeah, my read the reason why is something I'm definitely checking more in my life right now. Um but back to something, the end of the last episode, I felt like um, we obviously had to end on a bit of a cliffhanger about this whole thing of like where black people stand within themselves. Of like, I'm an individual, but I'm also black. And being black, an individual, sometimes it feels like it doesn't kind of marry all the time, like, well. Um, I sent you a video, actually, uh, that video of those guys talking, and he was talking about the American system. Um, not the American system, the American election, was it, when um, Biden won. And mm, they talk, were talking about Biden and Kamala, Kamala Harris. Oh,
1: and you were saying that Kamala Harris did such and such.
0: Yeah, so Kamala was Harris. first Biden? Yeah, so Biden's apparently friends with some KKK member, yeah, and um, what's it called? Kamala Harris is uh, was laughing on the Breakfast Club when she was trying to get the black, the obviously the black vote, um, about how she smoked marijuana before, but she also passed. She also like was on the head of like some team that were gonna. Go for she a, like, black, no, a black she man. Prosecuted, yeah, prosecuted. Yeah. She prosecuted, yeah. but she was but like tampered yeah, but tampered also with some guy a specific, a specific guy's case who was like, yeah, so who was what's man? Unfairly, um, um, what's it called? Yeah, prosecuted for something, um, to do with the marijuana laws or whatever. Um, it kind of even it's just sorry, my mind's going everywhere, but it kind of links back to the whole thing of like why Kanye was like. Kamala Harris got, um, what's he called? Some Stephen, I don't want to say the wrong number, but like. <laughs> when he was 80, posting percent 80, 80 plus percent of the, of the black vote, of the black female vote, you would have thought that. No, 97 percent of the black female vote. You would, have thought, you would have thought Drake was running or something like that. <laughs> um,
1: yeah.
0: That's what um, Kanye said. And it was like, <laughs> <laughs> Kanye said something like, um, what do you say? It was like, Oh, yeah, black people talking about Republican and...
1: Out of interest, though. Like, do all black women love Drake? Not all, because obviously yeah, you can't generalise like all that. black women love Drake? Because obviously, like, for the joke to be funny, like... Do all um, black women like black,
0: Drake? Do all black women like Drake? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. That... Like on paper, um, a lot of, I guess it's moving towards like black women like dark skinned men. I don't know why I'm in black women's business, but um, black, <laughs> black women yeah, like. Yeah,
1: I, I always try to be careful the whole yeah. 47 like we yeah. don't talk about from other people's perspectives.
0: <laughs> like, but yeah, but I feel like, but the, what I see now is everybody says they like dark skins. Um, but Drake is Drake, let's just be real. I don't like, know. Drake has fame. I'm going to leave the conversation alone. Fame, money. Like, music, like, sonically, a lot of women like him as well. So, I don't know. I feel like it's hard to say. Oh, it's hard to say no, like, a lot of people. I think it goes deeper than that. I but, know. yeah, that's 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 what? someone else's conversation. To, yeah, I'll, you en- know what I mean? I'll only enter it when I'm asked by yeah. a bl- another black woman For or real. spoken to by another black woman. But, yeah. When someone can shed light on the situation. But, yeah. So, yeah. Um, back to what he was saying. So, he was also saying, like, oh, yeah, black people also just, like, they just always just have this herd mentality of just voting um, Democrat without even thinking. And that's what the guy was also saying there. It was like, these people have shown you that they don't, they're they not for you, but you guys are voting for them. Um, and then you said something like, we're not, you, you can speak for yourself. But well, you don't want to get into that too much. What was I going to say? What well, you said, well, you just texted me. What well, did I text you? After that video, I sent you that video. You said we're misinformed, not... Um, no, you said we're uninformed. Um, yeah. Not emotion, or not emotionally led. They were arguing that we we're emotionally led. Oh, right. yeah, yeah. Cool. I said we're not emotionally led. and I agree with that. And anyway, I was thinking about this whole... Th- anyway, it just got me thinking about this whole thing about us as a community, us as a group, herd mentality. And it got me thinking a lot about herd mentality and sheep mentality. And a lot of people when it comes to uh, I don't know let's just call it anything to do with thought that's when like direct like obvious like it's like we're kind of asking you to have an opinion on this I'm not asking you but how for example if any politics come up anybody will have an opinion on it not because they've done any of the research but they think because it's politics we all need to have our own opinions on it kind of thing regardless Mm. of how um, informed we are Um, so yeah when it comes to that, I feel like everybody has an opinion, as opposed to the things that in our everyday lives that kind of wire us to kind of think like a um, to have this herd and sheep mentality. For example, what you might see in TikTok or in music, a lot of people don't understand. Like you're you all dress simil- um similarly, you all um listen to the same type of music, you all um you chill with a similar type of person because you're slowly subconsciously being indoctrinated to thinking a certain way. But when it comes to oh like now it's time to have an opinion on let's just say the other day I was I'm not gonna get into this because that's a whole but like what it means to be pro-black or what it means to be this, that, and that like or like just so someone speaking. We all immediately want to have a certain opinion but like you don't understand how much you're being brainwashed. Yeah, it's like man. that's the moment it's like the, that's moment, the thing that's like, the moment where you don't want to be brainwashed. It's like it's like I now I'm now at the point where I don't anyway it's just yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's too late to decide at that point. Yeah,
1: um, I don't know. I don't know how much you say in the public, and how much you say like <laughs> when you just need to talk about it yeah. to yourselves about what you can do about it. But as you're saying, like it gets to that point where it's kind of too late to decide. You yeah. can't really decide who you are when your whole world's been constructed for you. Yeah. So like after everything's already gone in, you've ha- already had all the inputs. You know, you can't really have an opinion. Really and truly. Because all your inputs have already been decided. Yeah. But yeah, man. You I don't know what, so, how does this thing oh yeah, you? So saying? yeah, so
0: this is linking back to what I'm saying about this whole idea of like people's desire to not it's kind of like our our common desire to not the reason why I brought that up and stuff like that is just you're taught to question things and question thought and it's, it's like show okay cool I have the ability to critically analyze and critically think um and that's what everybody kind of wants to use is that um obviously I was talking to Kristan about identity and being black and having being black he said he's Kobe first before he's bl- um black yeah and I was like okay that's cool it like kind of remind me of the story of OJ when I listened to it again because I was listening to 444 and he was like oh I'm not black I'm OJ like um Obviously, Kobe didn't deny it or denounce his blackness. I definitely want to say that 100. percent Like he knows. Wait, are you trying to drive no, him no no, 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 I want to defend him. Like he, he knows all this kind of stuff. But anyway, the reason why I was just coming onto this was because it was mainly about the idea of one mind and one and one and unity. Um, we have people, obviously, with black people also wanting to be defined as who they are in themselves. As opposed to just a community, like a community paintbrush thing, or oh, we're all the same kind of thing, which I completely can understand that, and I completely get why we said Kobe said, "Yeah, I'm Kobe first, and then Black second. Um We get to an interesting, like intersection, when it comes to how people define themselves as, like, when it comes to thought and think, um, thought. And how the direction they want to go in terms of like the way they want to think and what they want to support and um progress. In my opinion, progress happens with strength in numbers, unity, one might um like unity in terms of like the same thing as like um you'll see in like a what's it called? The the bee ecosystem. It's like everybody in the hive is working together. Do you know what I mean? Like they're working together trying to achieve a goal. Um in the same sense it's like anything. The warrior the Golden state warriors is motto is like strength in numbers. It's like the whole idea of you achieving something and making progress is by that kind of one mind unity. Um and I was going back to first um First Corinthians chapter ten, verse thirty one. Um verse ten to verse thirty one. First Corinthians chapter Yeah so it's first corinthians chapter 1 verse 10 to verse 31 and it said okay just took me off okay and it said i appeal to you dear brothers and sisters by the authority of our lord jesus jesus christ to live in harmony with each other let there be no divisions in the church rather be of one mind united in thought and purpose for <laughs> <laughs> for some members of Chloe's household have told me about um, your quarrels, my dear brothers and sisters. Some of you are saying I'm a follower of Paul. Others are saying I'm a follower of Apollos, or I follow Peter, or I only follow, follow only Christ. Has Christ been divided into fractions? Was I, Paul, crucified for you? Were any of you baptized in the name of Paul? Of course not. I thank God that I did not baptize any of you except Christmas and Gaius, for now no one can say that they were baptized in my name. Um... But yet, wait one sec. For Christ didn't send me to baptize, but to preach good news and with clever speech, for f- fear that the cross of Christ would lose its power. I'm gonna just cut it there, um, because I don't want to go to all the way to thirty one. But specifically, obviously, the things that stuck out. I'm gonna specify for anyone. Um, I'm gonna go back and specify specifically for anyone that wants to go back to it. Um, yeah. So First Corinthians chapter one verse ten to, I would say, let's just call it to. Uh, 17 but realistically it can stop at 12 from what i'm trying to say but yeah the biggest thing to me is just standing up it's like we have so many fractions in how we want to attack this problem whether it's um some people are focusing okay cool injustices for black women or cool. injust um, some people are thinking even in that fraction there's fractions of how to do it kind of thing there's, like, people, so many people in different thought of, like, how we should do it, and how we should attack that, um, these these goals. So the same thing for black men or for change in America and change in the UK. Like, there's so much different. I'm not saying everything can be painted with one stroke of a brush. Like, uh, one, you know what I mean? Everything covers all. But um, it kind of realized, It made me realise it's, like, even the people that let's just call it even our so-called oppressors mm-hmm. um national nationalism and the identity of like even p- stuff like patriotism I'm
1: careful there man because that's my this okay no but yeah. even yeah even
0: all that stuff is what got them to what they where they are today a lot of belief from working class people
1: mm-hmm.
0: all the way to um believing in something big that they were all doing playing their parts why they could send so many people to war kids was um, as, as young as 16 are ready to go to war um to fight for their country and wanted to like it wasn't even like oh it's like you're not you're not gonna go do that yeah. like because everybody yeah. was on the same thing it's like nationalism nationalism and patriotism meant everything to them a loyalty to who they were as as it's just no it's not even just Britain or like the u s. like us just call them Western people loyalty to who they were and what they um, what they stood for meant everything for them, and that's what they fought for to the end, kind of thing and that's why they were able to <laughs> so that's, that's why they were able to build a certain this reality, and we live in their world now because but yeah, you are arguing the point that we know what it is to rebel. And to start a re- oh you don't really want to get into this. Oh crap. <laughs> let's no, let's just do it then. Yeah, so, yeah. So like you know what it is to start a rebellion. We know what it we know what it is as black people to start a rebellion. Do we really know what it means to um to build stuff? Um I'll let you take it away from there, because obviously I don't want to just hear a monologue of me speaking when you go listen back to this. But you can go back. you can go.
1: Yeah. Um I'm going to have to address a lot of what you've said there. Yeah, 100%. Um, the group think, group think, that, That's something that people often come against. They fight against the idea of, um, you know, having that kind of group mentality. And I completely agree with you in the sense that... And I, and I also agree that it's a bad thing. Because you began there. You began by saying, obviously, you have all these issues with... Um, that whole sheep mentality mm. okay me. yeah you have people just following things not really knowing what to think not knowing how to have their own opinion all right. but this is all the tool of western thought of democracy, western philosophy and where it sits at um, I was saying that thing to the other day about how a philosophy governs a time and everything within that time because it's just how people think and from how people think stems everything. Every idea, everything that gets created stems from how people thought in the first place. In the West you have democracy, um, a demonstration of craziness, as Feather you would say, and I feel like what that that builds and what that breeds is this idea that we're talking about where you're supposed to think for yourself, and i'm I've come to a place in life where I don't believe in black and white at all, like everything is gray mm. um and with that you have you have to look at things like this um I can't say democracy is wrong, I can't say it's right. One reason I think it's crazy is because it was something I said to you the other day. The re- One reason why I can see that democracy could be a demonstration of craziness is because, to my eye, we live under what is the illusion of democracy and not democracy as it's sold. It's this idea that you can think for yourself, this idea that um, you make choices, you contribute to some general outcome, but really and truly... You don't know how much your say really matters, say politically, and at the end of the day, it really doesn't. They tell you how to think, and then they tell you, "Oh, use your like, like use your own um, your own instincts, do your own research, use your own information." But they've given you all the information, like, do you know what I mean, and it's a thing where they can tell you what to think and then ask you to say what you think. And you think, oh yeah, I, I got to have my say. And I, I just find that very interesting. And part of why I find it interesting is because of what you're talking about, propaganda. Um, World War Two, the fight against fascism. You're telling people to go to war. Was, I did they have conscription here? I don't know if they did. Yeah.
0: yeah. You had to go you got drafted into the war as an in World War two, I think.
1: Yeah, it's that's interesting to me. Cause it's like you're fighting against the forces of fascism by forcing people to go to a fight in a war and making everyone believe this is what they have to do. Um it's do you know what I mean? And that's why they have like the horseshoe theory where like the end of one political spectrum comes back around to the end of the other political spectrum. And I don't know. For me personally, I just think that whole idea of groupthink, on one hand, is helpful in places. It's helpful towards nationalism. And as you you even read the Bible verse, which is revealing to me because I wasn't. It feels bad to say like I wasn't aware of that no, <laughs> of I mean, a scripture. So much scripture, but man. Yeah, man. Like, essentially, we live we live in a like in a society. And you have to be of one mind to achieve anything. 100. Within that society. And part of the issue with the complaint you can have about the group think today, like what everybody thinks and follows. So it's really bad teachings. And the reason why I mentioned Little Bo Peep by Wretch 32. Oh, I thought it was about No, Ooh, oh, sorry. Four. Yeah, four. That was very <laughs> No, I think Wretch is on the song. Oh, okay, cool. Dave is on it. And I think Wretch. Yeah. Yeah, definitely a guest song there. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. He basically says, we have to kill Little Bo Peep. Because obviously she's the... But then then he says, the Lord is my shepherd. And like he keeps saying it. Like in the chorus and the bridge, the hook bit. Like the pre-chorus and then the chorus bit. Um, He's like, oh, we fell in love with Little Bo Peep. And then something about having to kill Little Bo Peep. But you're always going to have to follow something. For me, in society, you can follow something that's good, and you can follow something that's bad. And I think part of where it goes to, especially when you don't know what to do, for example, you spoke about nationalism. We had nationalism. We had the ideas of Afri- of African nationalism.
0: We. I, mean, I need to be specific. Um, Who is we?
1: I'm talking the Africans. Like, did we African people?
0: Yeah, I can I can literally use an example in Nigeria where that's just not the case. <laughs> no, yeah, go on. Um, obviously you could use the Biafran War. It's like it's kind of like it's nationalism to a sense where it's tribalism more than. When was the Biafran War? Don't give me about dates. Yeah, <laughs> but, um, that's,
1: that's the thing. I'm obviously, I knew it occurred
0: within a certain period, but like, yeah, but like um, you can check the date actually because I, I like to be accurate. But it was post independence, right? Yeah, yeah, I think it was post-independent. I think it was around the time of yeah, independence. Yeah, because it was it was around the time they wanted to free. The, they wanted their own. Th- Let me forget the time. Well, was this
1: why you didn't like that? Um, what the Kenyan guy said? The, the UN. Okay, oh, so you bringing that to the
0: the port. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, what's it? What's it? What's it? Let me just check <laughs> the diaphragm. I like to be. I like to give, hundred percent. Yeah. Like, um Can't we talking wishy wishy Yeah, exactly. Um. So yeah, it was. Okay, cool. Let me just even check something specifically as well. I just want to know when... Nigerian independence was. Shouldn't 100% know this, but... Um, cool. So, Nigerian independence happened on the 1st of October. I know the day. But yeah, 1st of October... In 1960, that was when Nigerian independence mm-hmm. happened, and the Biafran War happened in 1967.
1: So that, directly after it.
0: So yeah, Nigeria yeah, exactly. So for anybody who doesn't know, it, this was when since the Nigerian Civil War was a civil war fought between the government of Nigeria and the Republic of Biafra. Uh, sex successionist state which had declared its independence from Nigeria in 1967 um yeah and it was mainly it was mainly due to like ethno-religious um violence and anti-evo no but I just wanted people to understand oh that oh sorry yeah. the sounds sorry, sorry. forget this me. But yeah, it was just is a lot more to do with tribalism and um, ethno- no, no, religion, and
1: this is why it's, it's, it's stuff, important though. that we talk about this because yeah. it was like, like when I went home, I was talking to my dad about Pan Africanism, mm. and he was like, he doesn't like it, kind of thing. Mm. I was just like, what do you mean that? <laughs> like, yeah, what do yeah. you mean they don't like it? Like, clearly on different sides of the fence. But then I listened to him, and he was kind of saying, how can you make Africa into one? He was like, you just can't do it. He was like, even Ghana, like, do you know how hard that like just to make that into one nation? Mm. These people are still fighting today. And um the Kenyan ambassador was saying at the UN, he was like, All these African countries decided to work hard to establish these borders.
0: To establish them. To literally divide up people. They did get a say in that day. Huh? We didn't get a say in who, or what boundaries we had. Yeah,
1: exactly. They said t- to accept. Just, they like, decided to accept these boundaries. Yeah. Um, the borders. Um, for example, I know in the case of Ghana, you know, you've got like, what's it called? Western Togoland. Mm. And Ghana took that. There was like British Togoland and French Togoland. Mm. And Ghana took um, French um, British Togoland, which was the west side of Togo. Didn't Mm. And it's like, you've got different tribes um, all over Ghana and you're trying to pull them together constantly. Yeah. You're trying to force nationalism on them. Mm. And it's not that it's wrong, but I want to stress that African nationalism was an idea that was born around the time of independence of all the um, sub-Saharan African countries, Mm. which was try to it, it, you were essentially trying to use because you, you take from garvey you've got the ideas on nationalism he was like he was looking at the wars happening and he was like well these guys are going to war to fight for these people and he's like the black the blacks are also going to fight in these wars mm. we're gonna have that little conversation right. next time <laughs> right, right, right. but um yeah the blacks are all gonna go fight in these wars i don't mind having it today. But I'm not merging. The two. Uh, how, okay, we you have don't
0: have a... Okay, fair enough. We'll stay on this. We could have another episode. We could have. Can no- we? <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm
0: sure we, think, we can think of another episode.
1: We'll see because even time-wise. Okay. But yeah, essentially, you have. They have Queen. They have economy. They have all these things. Well, there is no African nationalism, because mm. at this time you have the colonial. Everyone's under colonial rule. There is no nation in which we can fight for, nothing we can call ours. Then you get the African nationalist movements towards independence. Like, we want to be independent, we want to run our nations. So, African nationalism was a thing, like, it's a thing that existed. Mm. And that's why I wanted to write my dissertation on it, because I was like, how much did this help us? Because, on one hand,
0: Is that even coming? Kind of, I can't sure. Okay,
1: go. On one hand, it's offering what you what you needed, a sense of that you can call cool stuff yours. On the other hand, it's problematic on many levels, because how much are you defining stuff based off other people? There are so many reasons why it's problematic. But ultimately, the reason why I say nationalism is an interesting idea and all my conclusion was for my dissertation is essentially you don't have this overarching concept of what it means to actually build it. And Everyone had that problem. You spoke of Nigeria, like you are fighting with the concept of nation and that's why the buy from what's happened. Mm. And I didn't want to just say that because I don't want to say it and be misinformed.
0: Like. Mm, yeah.
1: But essentially these tribes, they're not, it's not working, like, yeah. you're, I, for me, like, my study was mainly on Ghana,
0: but, no, but even Kovi, Kobe, like, Kovi's from the same tribe as me, but he's in a completely different country. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, I
1: think, from, a, my, from my a different country, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the point he was trying to make was like, what can you, the tribes are there, do you know what I mean? Like, mm. even if we weren't divided by nation, the tribes are there, and I can't remember who said it. Someone said, "Down with tribalism!" And like, I cannot find the quote anywhere, but it was one of the Pan African prominent leaders of the time. It's like tribalism needs to end if Africa is ever going to have a future. I just don't know how you can enforce certain ideas on the people.
0: Well, it goes back to the conversation we were having about what people want. And the way to get it aren't always married. The two there's not a marriage in the two. For example, you might be um in the West. We already think for some reason, don't know why. We never really question about it. That democracy is the first democracy is the first thing that we should accept. It's like is that's the way it should be. I mean, as you said, we fought off communism. Wolf like like. You know what I mean? That's good. You know. said it was
1: evil. And you know what I mean? They're like, yeah. we have to fight this evil from mm-hmm. Russia. Like.
0: And, I'm not, and I'm not even arguing that because I don't know what the system is. I'm not saying communism is... I don't know. It I don't, have a I good th- advert right now. I, I think <laughs> communism has a... In my opinion, it has... It doesn't really marry, like, marry with human nature. One
1: thing I would say well, is one assessment that I was just talking to my dad about the stuff I was saying. One thing he said was like, one of the reasons Africa doesn't get anywhere is because the leaders are gone here today, gone tomorrow. Mm. And that's on one hand, for example, because um, I know Zimbabwe. <laughs> he's here every day, isn't he? Mm. Is he. I don't. Is he uh, dead? I, uh, yeah. Mugabe. <laughs> I think he's still around though. He's still kicking, isn't he? Let me check. Um, no, he's
0: dead. He died today. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, he died three years ago.
1: Yeah, no, no, because I did think. Well, you know, a lot of people have been dying. Like, life, man. But yeah, um, ultimately, you don't know what it is to stay, stick around, stick through, and to create something. That's the general idea of what I'd say we're talking about here.
0: I can't blame some people though. Um. Before I get yeah, I can't blame sorry. Some it was
1: because you said the communism thing. Yeah,
0: sorry it gives you a leader, one
1: leader, for a fairly long time. China had it under Mao. And then now they've got Xi Jinping. Mm. These guys get 25 to 50 years. And they, they do what they do. And it takes, I think even in, I think even in Singapore, Mm. I don't want to be wrong, but I think in Singapore, hopefully I'm not wrong. Their president, the one who kind of Laid out some twenty-five to seventy-five to one hundred-year plan. He did die eventually, but like mm. no one was looking to depose him. Mm. But in Africa, how I see it, power was dropped upon you, and everyone scrambled for it. That's what happened. At
0: but when all these places had independence. I and can't even agree with that because the re- the biggest reason why in Africa. I wish I had this. I didn't say full power. No, no, yeah, exactly, because <laughs> it's not full power. It's the thing is like it's like if you didn't no, remember if, it w- it was zero. Yeah, yeah, but it <laughs> like it was like starting to be offered. But it's like certain things is like if you didn't comply with post-colonial agreements, you're like you're now an enemy to Western states. Like if yeah. you don't agree no, to what was. If you don't agree to what France want like how France wants you to carry out post-colonialism. Or Britain wants you to carry out post-col- post-colonialism. That's going to affect your people. So at the same time, it's the like CIA funded
1: assassination attempts. On yeah. So,
0: so you're in the so forever. Like, how can you if there's a constant tie, you can't really blame the leaders because they're in the back pocket, like from the jump, you're in the back pocket of the person who used to own. By design. The, yeah. By design is like, it's like it's like the illusion of like, oh, a dog's going for a walk. Not to hate to use the analogy, but it's like a dog's going on the walk, but the dog thinks, "Oh yeah, I'm getting this is my free time." My guy, you've got a collar around your neck still, Mm. and that's something that is like you can't. You might feel like you're running around and like you're experiencing the world, but at the same time, it's like if you go a bit too far, just just Mm. you can get yanked back in. Um, But that's why I feel like even stuff like capitalism and. Western ideas of making it, well, anybody can make it. or let's just even call it the American kind of dream. That's why kind of it's kind of harms. It's gonna. It's it's a system that can kind of bite back on yourself, bite back on who you let yourself kind of thing. Duh. Yeah, yeah. It's like a So it's a system. It's like that. A man like Jay Z or Kanye West should not have that much power. Um, no one match. Yeah, one as well. They should not have that much uh, in in traditionalist. If some of the like forefathers of America saw that they'll be rolling in the they'll probably rolling in the grim sea if black men have that much power due to a system that they built. They it's probably something they could never even fathom. However, it's a system that has allowed that to come into um come into fruition. And it's the same systems like this this life, money talks.
1: You do have to wonder why the system has allowed it though. Cause as much as we call it power and stuff. There is a reason why the system allows it. There are certain things that the system's not just going to allow. For example, these guys are billionaires from music, first and foremost, and that I, I hate people. I hate when people try and knock that. Yeah, like it's not something that's great. It's like an it's industry. Not, it's an industry in itself. Yeah, you know what I mean, um, but they're not letting Elon Musk be black I don't think the system lets Elon Musk be black it just doesn't just in terms of the way we're locked out it's like Jay-Z even has that lyric on 444 where he says um, I can't remember the first bit he says but he said um, says something about Negro League about the, the baseball league mm. So that's how they used to keep blacks out of sport and then he was like those times are now back it's now called Afrotech Mm-hmm. This yeah. is you kept out of that because this is where the money is being made. Yeah, that's this is where the world is being controlled, right from the, that tech place. but we're not allowed to play there. They don't let us in. Like uh, we, we know about what it's like for tech founders, black tech founders. It's like no, they don't believe you're capable. So like,
0: I always think, but you you could say that the system wouldn't allow it, but. The system wouldn't allow, uh, what's it called? A drug dealing black guy from Marcy, um, from Marcy Heights, or wherever, Marcy, wherever this is from, um, to become a record exec.
1: It wasn't. It wasn't supposed to.
0: That's like sure. that's that's not that's not the mm. that's not so. At the same no, but time, the system
1: was supposed to lock him up. He was supposed to be dead or in jail. Yeah, and that's the whole point. It's like he survived that.
0: Yeah, so of course it's like it's it's not like it, it was like no, of come course. On through you yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean of course there's no it's not by design for these things to happen but because of the nature of the system there are going to be exceptional cases where things like that do happen hmm. and do occur but deeper at max like
1: maybe he can be a rapper mm. you know what I mean and we can own him the rapper I know Kanye really hits like <laughs> when people call him the rapper
0: but like Find it interesting that he hates it as well. 50 Cent loves it. Does he? He said he loves being called a rapper. He says, so for context, people, um, the reason why Kanye hates rap is like it's like the new way of saying nigger. And I kind of agree with him. I also think in the UK, it's like any black guy wearing a tracksuit so is called a roadman for some reason. Yeah. Or like, do you know what I mean? Any black guy with a cert. Any black guy is just said, "Oh, I've read really man this, ruined really my that." It's just so weird. It's just like, you no. Know. Anyway, but yeah, Kanye doesn't like the word because he feels like rapper means nigger. It's like I'm a multi billion like dollar CEO, co founder, um, artist. You know all these kind of things. Um, but Fifty Cent said he likes it because he says when when you call me a rapper, I get like nobody questions when I do all this kind of weird stuff. Like I'm not cancelable. You can't cancel me. Like he's unable to be so, Oh, it's just a rapper doing that. It's like Fifty Cent, a rapper. Oh, like I can, he can do whatever he wants as Fifty Cent, the rapper, because that's just a nigger in their eyes. Kind there's of. There's
1: a freedom and there's an ignorance in that. Yeah,
0: <laughs> do you know what I mean. I, I can see
1: it from both sides. Mm. It's grey. It's Everything is grey. But one of the reasons I wanted to talk about this general idea in the first place was because I was reading about something. Um, listening to a song um probably a very prominent song from my childhood and i was just deeping a lot about the lyrics um it's called i don't want to get it wrong i think it's called um 96 degrees in the shade that's a prominent song
0: from your childhood yeah <laughs> why have you listen to this
1: because <laughs> i listened to what my father played in the car okay cool um you should just watch AOT, man. There's something I said to my brothers, like... Do
0: your Rose you watch just that? Don't care. Yeah. just they do watch, They watch anime? Yeah. Um, I don't think... This, the thing about anime is... A more, a the thing
1: with game. AOT, I've said it before, it's more like... It. It's very much about us. Like, the questions it asks about um, rebellion. And, and like, yeah. Yeah. It's about us. And, like... There's a father who, essentially... Look, like, just skip the next two. If you, again, like, do you know what I mean? He's given his son, like, a key. He's injected him with a serum. So hopefully, his hope is that his son will be the guy who s- saves his people. Yeah. Um, and I said, like, my dad playing this song was very similar to that. I lost battery. Um, I'm just watching. I've downloaded it. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah, 96 degrees in the shade. It's like a reggae song. The song's called 1865. The album's called 96 Degrees in the Shade. Mm. Um, I remember, I know the lyrics just because I heard it basically every day. Um, And I wasn't able to grasp all of them. But slowly and surely everything started to make more sense to me. 1865, a lot happened. In 1865, there was the moray Bay Rebellion. I think that's the main thing it was alluding to, because that happened in Jamaica, and this was the thing for that about that for me. Um, basically, the people rebelled and they burnt them. They burnt their towns. They just burnt them, like because they lost the rebellion. And there was something about it that was just very stark to me. I was like, these guys lost, like. These revolutionaries lost, like, and we talk about these things like, oh, we don't study the stuff in history. They lost the time. They lost the battle. They lost the time. They lost. Mm. Um, it's cool to revo- revolt. It's important to revolt. I'm scared that we don't have people who are interested in revolting anymore. But beyond that, revolutionism doesn't do the job, you know what I mean? And to revolt or to rebel even is defined as the action or process of resisting authority, control or convention. And there are many ways in which we still resist convention in society. And you spoke about the whole Jay-Z thing. you know what I mean? That's rebellion. There's rebellion that lives in what we do. We had Renegade for the the song we played Mm. over, I think it was The Real, that we put out before we dropped the pod. Mm. But the way of the rebel is a way of death. Because it's almost the same as despair. I don't know if you remember when we spoke about that. I said the thing that Camus said. Albert Camus he said um, something along the lines of the choice is to either to despair or to rebel Mm. Um,
0: they're very similar things I feel like that's more not even just rebel it's more hope and rebellion and hope and um, despair kind of go hand in hand it's like for you to despair and like the whole point of rebellion is like the birth of to two, kind of in my opinion, it's like you despair of your current situation of your current reality, but you have a hope that there's a possibility you'll be able to change it.
1: Mm. But either way, as you're saying, mm. we're living in despair. But I think right now people are too hopeful, too hopeful. But but what you're living in, like, seems pretty good. We get good jobs. Do you know what I mean? Like
0: sometimes uh, now I feel like we should sometimes talk. We, should, we should talk <laughs> about the thing that they're saying the things that are being said on social media right it makes me sick no yeah. just talk about it let's talk about it on TikTok yeah
1: that's the one that really annoyed me but yeah you, you take it away because you're the one who started my day with it wait which one which one the um, the play
0: the game the, the tech guy okay cool was he even tech I thought he was oh, from no, like, banking banking finance yeah he's in finance Um, yeah He's, but his perspective is he needs to play the game for as long as possible so that in the future the doors get open for other people um that's his how he feels like he's um fighting against it he's like okay cool i'll i'll laugh along with racist jokes i'll cut off my hair i'll I think even it's funny. He even said that today, I watched one. He said something like, "He he was told by another black woman in the firm to wear glasses, to think about wearing glasses, to come across as less aggressive." And he was he, the message he was saying today is that us as black men, we come naturally, we naturally come across as more aggressive. Um, to yeah, to white people, I guess. Um, and the black woman said that to him. Like, oh, you should probably wear glasses. His stance, his stance is interesting because I don't... It's not an original stance. It's like, I'm sure this was a stance of many people. Yeah, Ma- no. Many people had the uh, this idea. Before him. Before him, yeah. That's my issue. That was before you, bro. Yeah. Um. And how many times do those many people... How many times have those <laughs> sorry, how many uh, no many people had the idea before I'm him exhausted. many, many had the idea before him? How many of those many people um that did that had these kind of dreams of like okay, cool, I'm gonna be the one that's just like we'll get in there and we'll open the doors. How many how much of that happened because of them or because of the significant the significant actions of people that rebelled for example i feel like a lot of changes happen right now because we decided to take a stance in the middle of covid and the pandemic a lot of people said we've had enough kind of thing enough is enough mm-hmm. and we're gonna march it wasn't because some people in, that managed to <laughs> that managed to tap dance their way to the top said, okay, here, come, here comes the floodgates. Like, no. <laughs> Ideas and initiatives have been b- born out of the situation. Even a podcast Even like- more
1: interestingly. Yeah. Jay-Z, one of the movers and shakers behind the scenes, I suppose. Mm. The guy who said, look, we're going to get these guys prosecuted. And they have been. Yeah. Now. It took a while, but, you know, they have been. He was a rebel. He didn't get to where he got to by... Jamin. You know I mean? Yeah. He's. I don't know I don't know this guy's name we're talking about him I don't know his name you're not doing anything like (laughs) do you know what I mean like you don't you don't change things by doing it the same and it's like Mm. we talk about this thing it's like taking the baton and running your leg in the relay if the second guy running gives it to the third guy and the third guy runs in the same direction in the same way he will run off the track and he won't finish the race Mm.
0: it is dumb, like run your bend, bro. Yeah, like that's interesting because they could argue that they are running the bend, they're, they're, they see it as a real That's not the bend, we're passing there, we're passing, you're, the just, running, you're just running straight. <laughs> <laughs> we're passing. This is the thing, like, I feel like the 90s was a great time to understand this. Um, I'm not getting into the whole conversation about interracial relationships, or whatever, like that, but I don't know, I guess it's um. It's just it's a lane in its own that I'm just not going into completely. But it goes back to something we've spoken about before. We're so in love with the idea of um not I don't even want to say we're in love with it. Back to this guy is like, okay, cool. You had to cut your hair to get in. Okay, fine, cool. You now um you had to take a few racist jokes. Cool, fine, fine, fine. Um, you had to um you know what I mean, smile in the face of people that and pretend like certain things are okay when they're actually not um, in how you're in your treatment or how people perceive your people. Um, and I guess we're joking about the tap dancing, but cool. You're doing all these things. The next step in the 90s for people that had the same mindset as you is that the appearance of being with a white woman will make me appear more like I am a man of status. It's a thing that a lot of people in the 90s did. I'm not saying that they weren't in love with their partners. Not That's not my place to say what was going on in that situation. But I'm saying the more you have this in mindset, it's the more you lose yourself into trying to appear like, I don't want to say take the appearance of a white man. You but
1: desire it, the truth. F- yeah. Yeah. You're, what, you're, what makes you win in, you're, in this world that you were trying to like
0: into. Um, and it's like it's something that Aaron was saying about, we. We want free. We we say we want freedom so much and all these kind of things, but we want to know what it feels to be a white man, like the freedom in what it feels to be a white man, not what freedom actually means to us as black men and black people together. So it's a thing, and this goes back to something I watched in the Malcolm X um, biopic. Everybody should watch that, by the way. Um, the one with Denzel and Denzel Denzel. So M- Malcolm X. For those that didn't know him, um I didn't know him. <laughs> personally. <laughs> For those that don't know the story, I don't know him personally. But um <laughs> he um guy really thinks he's on it. He's he's um he was in his past life a man who was, let's just say, a, he was a criminal he was a criminal, he um he was he used to like run around with white women and stuff like that. And, <laughs> Used you to do
1: feel like that was his criminal
0: activity? No, no, no. That wasn't his criminal activity. But like, he actually he did he did a crime with I think he did a yeah, crime with did. them, and then um they got nothing. That's very interesting. Then they got nothing. They barely got anything for the crimes. But he says in in the film specifically, their crime was for running around with white women. Basically, it was like the reason why they got the punishment they got was because they were running around. But that's not the point I'm trying to say. When he was in prison and he was learning from one of the nation of Islam's people. Um, one of like the followers of Elijah Muhammad, Prophet Elijah Muhammad. Um, the guy says you've been brainwashed so much to believe that. Like Malcolm used to relax his hair. Um, completely said, like you're putting poison into your hair. Like you want, like you were putting poison into your hair. Um, you you love running around with um white women. You love the perception of what it looks like to be a man, almost to be a man. I guess as. A black man but it's not a man that you're trying to trying to be you're just trying to be a white man in society because you feel like that that is what it looks like to be to be anything in this world and that's why I say going back to this it's like rebelling is so important because I can't imagine rebelling wouldn't have stopped rebelling doesn't allow you to open the door for I don't know You can sure you might this guy might be able to open the door for a few people, but it's like those few people are still gonna have to do the same exact things because you allowed it to be okay. You say say you even get to CEO of J P Morgan at as CEO of J P Morgan, you allowed certain people to believe that it was okay to make racist jokes to you. You allowed certain people to believe that it was okay exactly to cut um, cutting your hair is like that is the way a black man should look in a certain job. Especially circle. today, like oh goodness, like me. you're you're the you're you're the guy that's um told them taught people how to treat you and how to treat others that look like you coming into that door. So you're not preparing anyone for the um their steps into that door. All you're doing is setting them up to live an existence where they don't they're not being themselves. They're not being genuine or authentic to themselves, and that's the dangerous part of it. I can't imagine like I remember back in school, it's like you can't have boys. Um, boys can't have certain hairstyles um, like lines in their hair or certain things oh, like bro, that Bro they banned the skin face at one point Yeah like black boys specifically I've seen I was confused because like certain people were out of skin certain races were but mm. black boys weren't with, because it looked like I don't know gang
1: Have I mentioned this thing before? No. No. Right one time I was like <laughs> ridiculous so I don't know if I I was talking to someone about it recently just like my educational path oh no it was Nathan black I used to love school you know I used to care about school. Um, I was even saying like I, I peaked in year six, not in terms of like my brain capacity and stuff. Like that's not what I'm saying because I do know people that happens. It's very sad, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, like that's when I was like, yeah, academically, I, I don't love it. Mm. Um, essentially, like because that, at that point I was like that I read the dictionary in year six. Yeah, um, I just. I cared about knowledge. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I thirsted for it. But like, I fell out of love with it. That And that was the year, like, it was so markedly in my mind. It was the year the SATs happened. I remember missing out on like, being the 90th percentile, by like 1%. Oh, what a shit. I was <laughs> they, everyone who did, everyone who got there, they yeah. bought them makies Oh, and they all okay. got Mackeys, man, and all That's, Wait, it. they did that in school, in front of you guys? Yeah, man. And they ate it in front of you? Um, I remember seeing it. Like, I remember seeing you happy. <laughs> <Tough. laughs> I was, I was not happy because it was like, it was like they were telling me I wasn't a part of this club. Um, mm. I won't get into that. The reason I brought it up was because of this haircut thing. So mm. at one point in the year, um, my dad had finally stopped cutting my hair. Mm. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean, <laughs> cool. I went to like barbers, and I got a mohican. This oh wow! The, this is when the Mexican was hot. Wow!
0: I yeah. never got her. Never allowed to do that. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah.
1: Cool. So when I get to school, one of my teachers shall not be named. <laughs> and mm. She goes to me. Oh, you look a bit butch <laughs> for a smart boy. I
0: was like, what does that mean? Didn't?
1: <laughs> like, yeah. I was like, what does that mean? Like genuine. I was <laughs> like, what does that mean? Because, and I didn't mean I, I don't understand what you're saying. Believe me, when I say I hadn't peaked yet intellectually, I knew what she said. Mm. And I, like I told people about it, do you know what I mean? Not the people around me, because I didn't expect anyone else around me to really understand mm. the gravity of what she was really trying to say to me at that point. Right. But I understood at that point what she was saying. Because um, we need to understand Like again, this was, I was hot on facts on these days, do you know what I mean? That was, mm. that was my guy. So there's a, this thing, this perception, and like at that point, I could have either chosen to be like, yeah, let me let me shave this off and get my my one all over, or I and and like accept essentially what you're saying that precedent, like this is what it means to be smart, this is what it means to be successful, this is what it means to, do you know what I mean, all these things that we dissociate from our blackness what we don't understand what we're doing is that we're essentially learning and practicing the idea that to be black is not enough and like to be black won't take you into those spaces and the more, the more dangerous thing I mention it again when we were talking with Kristan about Kanye and him wanting to embody creating and being able to create and as a black man a lot of that is shunned. In the fashion industry, he had it, this idea of black men in fashion. You have a lot more these days. And like, every time I see it, I'm not really big into fashion, but every time I see like there's a black um, designer on someone who's like starting a fashion house or something, Virgil Abloh has so much respect for mm. that guy, do you know what I mean? Because I know what it is to be in such a space um, where you've been told y- you can't be here. Mm on you're not enough to be here. And with Kanye, a lot of his influences came from people of a fairer skin tone. Because that's what it means to create. These these are the guys who built the world. mean they, they built they built they built the what's it called? The rail tracks. They built this. They built the atomic bomb. These are the guys who built the world. And I don't know whether I should touch on that thing that Amos Wilson was saying, "That I sent to you." But we, as Black people, and that's why I was talking about independence as well. Do we know what it is to build our world? Mm. And are we? Do we even want to partake in the building of our world? Because that's when um, revolution needs to become evolution. Because we we are responsible for building our world, mm. and that's why you can't live in a place of rebellion forever
0: it's very interesting you say this because I wrote down something in my notes a few months ago, maybe a few weeks ago, I can't remember. But um, it goes back to even the thing we were talking about originally about everybody having this desire to kind of critically think or have, have an opinion. Everybody has an opinion. Um, and how... You said something about like people having the desire to, does anybody have the desire to rebel or revolt or something like that anymore? I wrote in my notes, I said, some people have to think so others can live. And what that meant to me was, um, <laughs> yeah, well, what that meant to me was like, it's, this goes back to, I always think about that Steve Jobs video, it always comes into my mind. Mm. Everything in life you see today was made up by someone else. Someone decided that they wanted podcasting to be a thing, and that's why we're doing it right now. We have the ability to do that because someone decided they wanted this microphone to exist. You know what I mean like everything roads anything in like universities um, jo- um workplaces all these kind of stuff it's because someone decided that and you know what i mean his his vision is in my pocket and in millions billions across the world's pocket. Each and every single day. So, going back to that, why I said other people need to think, um, other people need to, some people need to think, so others can live. It's kind of goes when I'm talking about this guy and this, his desire to like, okay, cool, let me just slowly, slowly, like, okay, I'm gonna go through that door slowly. Humans have a, a lot of humans have the idea of self-preservation. I think I even have it at times. It's like, how can I preserve myself? How can I keep myself? to the point where you don't want to be the one that my dad says this thing he says um, don't always don't be the one that they break the coconut on your head kind of thing to eat it <laughs> so what that means is like everybody's looking away to break open this coconut don't be the one that they use your head to open it up um it's the same thing it's like preserve yourself preserve, preserve yourself so like we all have this idea of like okay cool This just slowly wiggling, slowly wiggling, slowly wiggling. But the people that come with the most force, that come with the most ideas of like, okay, this needs to change now, this needs to change now, this is what we need to do, are the people that at the end of the day create the biggest amount of impact and change. I said something the other um, I was arguing with you the other day about how much change happens in this and that, and you were like, we were saying something like we figured out that revolt and rebellion revolution it happens in, in an instance almost and it creates change almost not instantly but be, a lot of change happens in those that amount of time as opposed to some people that try and live this whole like okay cool eighty year mind you know the gradual yeah, change yeah the gradual, things are changing and it's like <laughs> oh man and it's 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 why it's why there's a system It's why I kind of understand why some people believe in systems where certain people think and others follow, because people don't really get that. For change to really happen, you have to be on the front lines of the... You have to be at the front line of that change. Um, You have to be at the front line of a revolution. And when I say revolution, I'm not talking about war or anything. I'm talking about revolution in... In, in spaces whether it's technology or something that you have to be at the forefront of that battle that's an
1: important part of it though it's a nuance that puts people off revolution It's because people associate revolution with destruction mm. as opposed to construction right we don't believe in revolution 100%. to be a thing when you're building something new you just see it as rebellion which is tearing something down or going mm-hmm. against something but you don't see that rebellion as something you're creating a new way and because yeah. we also don't associate ourselves with creating a new way we don't believe that for ourselves we don't associate with it
0: yeah and i can kind of get why some people get tired of social commentary um today because it feels like we have because sometimes i listen to people and i'm like you guys have all the questions in the world and critical thought is uh, it it's not aristotle who's it aristotle or the this is the guy that
1: oh, well, it depends it or says, played, like, the so one I mean,
0: about the one that says um he brought the whole idea of like critical thought, question everything. He just said why oh, to everything. That's Aristotle. Yeah, Aristotle said why to everything. I believe. It's like, a lot of the day times, like nowadays, to be an intellectual, it's just like question everything, question everything, no mm-hmm. solutions kind of thing. And it's like, I understand why people get tired of it. It's like, all you're coming up with is questions. Mm-hmm. Nobody's coming up with solutions. Um, it's like, okay, cool. We did this. We did that. Um, but what do you actually want to come at? It's like, it's like, Everybody gets to the Red Sea. Nobody knows how to part it kind of thing, and it's mm-hmm. just like that's why, but it's like if you go to democracy, I'm sure that some people would have in, in this is what um I guess was funny about what we were saying earlier it's like if say democracy was done in that time, and everybody was just like sat together and like, okay, we're gonna vote on how we're gonna get across this 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 sea. Do you know what I mean some do you know what I mean, and we're gonna see which one is the best way. No, like, sometimes yeah. it's just, like, something... Like, I guess Sometimes you just need <laughs> the guy yeah, in the front. You, you, you need, a, exactly, Moses, Moses, do you know what I mean? Put, put your Moses, stick in the sand, please, bro. Put your stick in the sand, bro, exactly. And trust God, something is going to happen. And a lot of... there's a lot of narrowing, bro. There are a lot of people, hey, what have you done to us? <laughs> like, do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So... you going to sit down and listen to everybody? That's the thing when it comes to revolution... Um, and revolt and all these kind of things. It's just like, we can't keep, and I don't want people to listen to someone like, not saying that he's, I mean, he's probably a lovely guy, but people, the more people listen to him, the more, <laughs> that the guy talking on oh, yeah, about oh, yeah. being yeah. black and white and stuff like that, the more people listen to that, it's like, the more we just accept. And it's just like, being a self-preserving human is being a coward essentially. Because when yeah. you're when you're uh, self,
1: pre- then we have to talk about it, then, innit? like this whole idea of self-preservation, yeah, or what Amos Wilson says, because mm. um, he was basically saying that the black man, or like just black people in general, his thing or what he was saying, and I have to be careful about how you were there, especially in today's time. Mm. He didn't live today, but um, he was basically saying um, that black people. Especially, um, we have to understand it's a metaphor. But we were like old housewives—not mm. um, were, are—and like, I think the same still can apply today. Um, he was saying, you do yourself up, you try and be nice and presentable, you know, cutting your hair for people. Um, you make yourself presentable, and you try and seduce the white man into loving you. You try and seduce the white man into loving you for the sake of your self-preservation. And you hope he loves you forever. Because, and he said, for as long as he runs the world, he can bring it home to you. That was the kind of idea. And it's what we do. We're not interested in being our own man with our own affairs. And he was saying that a lot of these housewives, sometimes, when the man no longer loves them, And he cheats on them, and he leaves them. They don't know how to do anything for themselves. They don't know how to pay the bills. They don't know how to run their own private affairs. They can't run the house themselves. So Mm. they can't ask the man to leave. They just have to firm everything that the man does. Mm. And that's a situation that's not not empowering. Hence, feminist movements. But he applied that to us, to people. And my point, and the reason why, because... I remember we were going back and forth in it. You were saying 417 has to be targeted towards men. And I was like, you, sorry, you were saying that um, 417 has to be towards men. And I was saying, if it's about Canaan, and I feel like I've been saying Canaan, like just dropping it here and there, but mm. like I've never really spoken about it, but today's not there. Mm. To do certain things, it's about everybody. And it is. It's never not going to be about everybody. But what we don't see here is that the essential masculinity is being deprived of us who live in a situation where we desire to be subservient mm. to the affairs of another man. Like, we mm. are literally mm. castrated in the society. Yeah, 100%. Because all we do is we want to we make white. Yeah, careful. <laughs> we, want, we want them to love us so bad do you know right. what I mean and like because we think we're going to be safe in that
0: that's why people I was saying that thing last episode about um, Meek Mill. that's what people are saying about him mm. it's like he you would be surprised like and Meek Mill is like you would think one of the most street guys do you know what I mean like he came up from the rough streets of Philadelphia <laughs> blah 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 and like there's literally a video of him doing star jumps for <laughs> <laughs> like, doing star jumps for billionaires because they beat whooped his bum in tennis. Like mm. it's and getting, um, getting a getting a stupid Ferrari like uh, a, a rare limited edition Ferrari for a billionaire like a billionaire when you're a millionaire. Like these kind of things that people are saying about um, him. Like it's just it's just funny. It's like someone said it's just echoing exactly what you're saying like someone was just talking about like you can this shows no matter what like even when you make it as a black man it's like you're still just seen as like this not seen as but you will still a certain a certain type of man that doesn't stand on anything doesn't stand on principles will always allow himself to become subservient to that because he's not in the process of rebelling or revolting he's a man that protects his own interests a man that is subservient and the only way to protect your own interests and be subservient in the the only way to be protect your own interests in this western world is to be subservient to the white man that's like anybody that tries to deny that that's not true it's being it's being very it's Mm. it's being it's not being very honest about the truths of the matter, and I don't blame that being in the situation at all because it's their world, like it's their it's it's the West. Do you know what I mean? I'm not gonna yeah. tell un- until they're in Africa again. Well, they they are they are country Do you know what I mean? Until they're overtly and explicitly in Africa again. That's the rule, most interesting part of it, yeah, it. Ruling ruling over us. Who am I to say what they're doing in their country? Um, of course unless they're like violating human rights and stuff like that that's not allowed Like slavery all that kind of stuff is gone God interesting that. yeah but you know what I mean who am I to say because even then who am I to tell them that that it shouldn't be like they're the head of their household at the end of the day mm. they're the masters of their own household but at the end of the day we're, this, we're still this housewife serving um, cleaning up just like waiting to see what he's doing like whilst he's not with us kind of thing do you know what I mean it's just like
1: Hoping to seduce him. <laughs> hoping, to seduce hoping he doesn't cheat on us. Yeah. <laughs> hoping he doesn't beat us. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's, to me, the interesting thing as well that he said, and I could have wept, because um, as I said, Amos Wilson was talking from, I can't remember what time the speech was from, because I was actually listening to like a speech he was doing. But he said, What would happen if Asia started to run the world? would we then go and run to them? And they be the, like, the also called. They then be the man that you try and love. And you see China just buying up Africa. And it's like, he was talking, he didn't even know. He mm. didn't even know. And like, and this is my thing. It's like, we do need to move from rebellion. Rebellion needs to become a thing where it's about creation. Mm. But we are creating our own world because that's the only way. And the reason why I brought up the Morant Bay Rebellion was just because I deep like. How many rebellions will we fight and lose? Because mm. the end is just not. We aren't. What are we looking for in the end? Mm.
0: It was even in in the independence struggles, like. But you know that's why people don't rebel, though, because there's experience of failure, and. Failure doesn't look too good when you rebel kind of thing. But this is
1: what I mean. And like our thing this season is rebels with a cause. Mm. My issue has been that, like, especially in how we see it, it's like, yeah, we're rebelling, but what for now? And you said it before, you said one time you were like, um, the reason why you felt like um MLK those times there, it worked was because then the people knew why they were rebelling. And I was like, nah man, like, nah, I don't agree with you. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I had I had to firm it I had to firm the truth of the situation is that we the next bit that we need to rebel for is just to rebel and create your own thing mm. but that doesn't sit well with a housewife it's not what she's looking to do yeah. she's looking to do nothing she's looking to get bags and coats and yeah. <laughs> yeah, her nails done yeah. And obviously, let me be careful. I'm not just speaking of house housewives. Mm, yeah, yeah. It's just like it's just a metaphor. I'm yeah, in the analogy. In the analogy. Yeah. We we have to want that kind of rebellion. And what I was saying with the independence thing, we were talking about precedents. When you set a precedent, and in Africa, political unrest became a precedent rebellion against the system rebellion against the system. And as black people, we've learned that. We've learned to rebel against the system and to not trust anything, to not trust systems. And now we don't want to create systems. We just want to live in other people's systems. We don't care for the idea of our own systems. And that's my, that's my problem. That's my problem with rebellion mm. as is. It's just become very tarnished. still necessary. We need to rebel, but we need to rebel and create. And that's the place we're in.
0: Yeah, and I'm always going to close it off with what I believe in. What I've, I'm still need to read the whole forty-eight laws of power, but I'll still always end it with that if you are not exercising power, it is being exercised against you. I just have to be honest with that. So, everybody that thinks that you can just lie down and be this, this, this dormant um, entity, like non-entity basically, um, in life, and believe that that's going to help any real change for people like that look like you and change for things that you might intrinsically believe in, but you don't actually stand on. Not like you need to wake up. Like you can't be dormant. You can't sit on anything because at the end of the day, you've seen it now. It's like this world is about people that act and people that just don't. And Mm. if you do not act, those people that act are going to enforce something on you. And, it's it's just it's just the case of life. It's just the case of
1: life. And that's the masculine thing for me as well. Like, how can people be enforcing stuff on you? <laughs> like, how can you be people dominating you and stuff? Like, mm. it just doesn't sit right with me. And saying like, oh, I'm leaving life as a proper masculine. Like, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't agree.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. But um, yeah, let's get into music Mondays. Um well, after, down the fourth was oh, rainfall on? I thought so. Um so yeah. I hope everybody's liking the 417 playlist. Um yeah, Music Mondays. Thank you for everybody taking part. This special shout out goes to um Jake Jake Stange. Jake Stange. Jake Stange. Jake Stange. Sorry if I mispronounced it. Um but yeah. We saw you um your post and you said This song means a lot to me as I was heavily involved in the creation of it and I understand the emotion behind it. Rain falls down um, off of expressions. um, Darius music. Expressions. Singular. Expression. Yeah. Um, No, I really like it. Mm. Um, As I said, a lot of people, I thought people maybe are learning a bit more to do that but a lot of people don't really say much in their music right now and it's, it's manly, it's masculine to express vulnerability and um, pain and like feelings of someone. Like you know what I mean, like how you how you work with someone and how the feelings of missing someone and how those kind of things. It's like it's. I very, like how messy it is. Yeah, exactly. It's just like it's you very want very messy, very vulnerable. Like,
1: it's not clean. It's not a clean like oh. I'm alone. Feel sorry for me. Mm. It's talking about, I remember when you were nothing. Like, <laughs> I was there. And like, it, it's just vulnerable. I like it more for that. I like it more that um, it's showing the ugly. Mm. It's ugly crying and ugly. Do you know what I mean? Like, and a lot of the time when you're being vulnerable, you're exposing all those sides to yourself. Not just this. Because you can have pretty versions of, oh, like, I'm sad. Mm. This is me pretty crying sometimes you're ugly crying. It's like, some ugly things are coming
0: up. 100%. Um, I definitely feel he has a lot of potential to grow as he's a new artist, obviously. And I really feel like that was just a great example. The whole tape is really good. I actually, my favourite is, um, what did I tell him my favourite was? I can't remember. It is um, I think it's the one that he dedicated to his mum. Oh really? Thank you. Thank you, yeah. I really like that one. Um but yeah, no, Rain Falls Down. It's a great single. A great I'm not sure if it's is that his leading single from the tr- No, nah,
1: I think it was Best Mistake.
0: Best Mistake. Yeah, that was the one that was hot. I remember the stars, a lot of liked Best Mistake. The Stars on Expression are another life into Lead and Alone. But but I don't know. But yeah, best mistake. Yeah. I I
1: like that run from like another life to interlude.
0: Mm.
1: So yeah. rain falls down, probably. Uh, like I really like that section.
0: Yeah, rain falls down is a very. As I said, I like people that speak more about the realities of a relationship as opposed to, um, just a fake one. it's like, don't get me wrong. Nineties R&B is just like, is everything I love. But um, some people need to move past. Man. You need to move past the pretentious side of it um and to be a bit more honest and like we're definitely hearing that from artists like um Darius so what well on? to
1: I really love acoustic and piano as well yeah there was one thing I say one thing I said to Darius was um so I really like it man but I can't listen to this
0: <laughs>
1: um and I don't know <laughs> I don't know what kind of view what you may think about it so I can't listen to this because um like I have been listening to it, and I have to stop <laughs> because mm. I can't keep on listening to this. Like I can't listen to that rainfalls now.
0: Yeah, because I guess you, I, yeah, it uh, depends. Uh, sp- I mean, the space the the space people are in. I guess it's hard to, you know, what I mean, listen to certain things, um, yeah. constantly. Um, mm.
1: like I don't know, because I'm very big
0: on what I put into myself, mm. and I know like I try and take a sit back, seat back though from a, like a... When I listen to things, like, I let someone else share their pain and then... It's kind of and bad, that, but I'm a spectator in it. Yeah, no, like, of course. No, I don't, that's a very normal thing. But I guess when you're in certain things, it's harder as well. Um From my experiences, like, I definitely have stopped listening to certain music because of certain experiences in my life. Do you know what I mean? So I'm not going to... am not going to pretend like that's not the truth. Um but yeah well done for being selected anything else you want to add
1: yeah no nah, not even not really yeah cool this is a good tape man I look forward to hearing more from that. yeah so. definitely
0: definitely so
1: yeah um, I'm happy some on the
0: playlist shout out to him shout out to Jake um yeah the playlist is fleshing out now it's quite long it's, quite, it's looking lengthy it's like an hour and some some minutes I can't see but yeah it's looking it's looking quite good um
1: we are gonna stop accepting submissions.
0: Though. Oh yes, no more submissions though, because um, we need to give other people their shine and their their, their choices. Um, we gotta do some catch up. And do some catch up, but um, hopefully we have some some updates on that soon. But yeah, we hope you guys enjoyed the episode today. It's been good. It's been real. I'm Joshua. Been real, man. I've been Aaron. And yeah, um, this is the Four Seventeen podcast. Catch us next time. Bye. Take care, man.